Podcast. This is chapter 44, and I am your host, the Honorable Greg B. Let's try this again. Um, I thought I was just recording for about 10 minutes, and uh, then I looked over to see how long I'd been recording, and whoops, wasn't recording. All right, so let's take two. All right, so getting back to what I was saying, um, there's a lot going on. We have a lot to get to, so this is, uh, let's just dive right in, and let's start where we left off um, last last time, and uh, that was with my predictions for some of the uh, events that were taking place about a month ago. Uh, so we'll start off with War Games, NXT TakeOver War Games. That was that was a good show. It wasn't amazing. I don't even know if I would say it was great, but it was definitely good. And, um, you know, so Lars Sullivan beat Cassius Ono to start the match. Good, solid, you know, opener. Um, Aleister Black took on... Or beat um, the Velveteen Dream in a, probably the the surprise match of the night. I, I don't know if if it was match of the night. It might have been match. You know, I I might say it was match of the night. It was definitely a lot better than I had anticipated, and I think a lot better than a lot of people had anticipated. Because you know, Al, Alistair Black is a solid performer, and he's done. He's had a few matches, but Velveteen Dream is kind of still relatively new, so I don't really know a ton about him. And he hadn't had a ton of like high profile matches, so this was like the first of you know, first first for him. And you know, he definitely stepped up his game and it was definitely a good match. Fortunately, I think he got injured in the match because he hasn't been on NXT since then. I think they actually said he got injured, so that was unfortunate. Um and then the um Ember Moon won the uh, fatal four way women's match for the vacant NXT women's title. She beat uh, Peyton Royce, uh Nikki Cross and Kyrie Zane. Uh, in, and then in the surprise match of the night, the fr- surprise outcome match of the night, I guess, um, um, Andre Cien, Andrade Cien almost beat Drew McIntyre for the NXT title, which came out of nowhere, but very surprising. Um, it was a very awkward ending. You know, it was a solid match, but the ending was very awkward. Um, Andrade went for like a top rope kind of DDT thingy and I don't know something happened and 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 ended up uh Drew McIntyre ended up tearing his bicep and I don't know if that was supposed to be the ending of the match or whatever or if he wasn't supposed to win or who knows whatever blah 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 I mean who knows ultimately Andrade Cien almost won and Drew McIntyre is gonna be out for a while so you know it's better off that he did win whether or not he was supposed to uh, who knows but you know I don't know, but regardless, big surprise there, and um, he's your new champ. And then, and then, in the um, in the main event, the War Games, the match beyond. Um, it was a it was a good match. Um, it was a bit different than say the previous War Game matches back in WCW. Although, you know, at this point, the last one I think was in two thousand. And even that one was different than the ones that they had prior. You know, there was triple threat match. You know, there was no top to the cage. Uh, you could win by pinfall or submission. 
Um, they didn't put guys in one at a time. They all the whole team came in. You know, so it was, you know, it was a different spin on it, I guess. And you know, for NXT, for it's the first WWE NXT one, where they haven't had it in you know eighteen years or whatever, or seventeen years. Um, you know, it, you know, to put their own little spin on it, that's fine. You know, it was a fun match. You know, there was some, there was some major bumps and some, some blood was spilled and. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think anyone got too injured, uh, luckily, uh, but, you know, it was definitely, it was definitely a cage match, it was definitely brutal, and, you know, that ultimately, you know, if you're gonna have a War Games match, the only thing that really, you know, defines a War Games match more so than anything else is you have teams, there's two cage, there's two, uh, rings, and there's a cage, I mean, that's War Games for you, so, I mean, whatever they wanted to do specifically for the rules, it was kind of fine, but, and it was a good match, an undisputed era, uh, came out on top as, you know, not, wasn't too surprising that the bigger surprising thing, I guess, was, uh, last night on NXT, which aired on the USA Network for the first time. Well, they, (laughs) they kept saying it was the first time NXT had ever been on broadcast television or, you know, network or uh, commercial TV or whatever, whatever, whatever the phrase they kept using was, which is not true at all. (laughs) NXT started on Sci-Fi Network back in 2010 or whatever it was they kind of glossed over that because yes at the time it was completely different than what it is now but still it was nxt so what what the hell man uh but alistair black beat adam cole um on the episode last night so that was a bit surprising i'm not really quite sure where they're going with that they kind of built adam cole up to you know big deal in the under the uh, war games match and then he loses to alistair black odd but anyways um yeah so overall I think it was a decent show. It wasn't amazing, but uh, it was good. It was good. It was enjoyable. It was fun. Uh, then also that night, a little bit later, uh, was the uh, UFC Fight Night 121 on the FX network, which... Or FS1, sorry. Actually, was it on FX or FS1? I forget. Regardless, that that's... We'll, we'll talk about FS and FX and FS1 a little bit later because... Uh, that won't be happening anymore coming up in the future, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, so uh, I'm not going to go with all the details and all the uh, all the winners and losers and whatnot. Uh, Fabricio Wordham was victorious in the main event, and I got that right. And ultimately, I ended up getting seven of the 13 mat, uh, bouts, matches, bouts, whatever, correctly. Um, so, you know, over 500 for me, that's pretty good. Um and we'll talk a little bit more about UFC later on. Um, I'll make some predictions for fight night coming up uh, this Saturday. But also a little uh, little news on uh, UFC that uh, is coming up uh, a little on, uh, a little over a month. So, but we'll talk about that in just a bit. But next, we'll talk about Survivor Series. Survivor Series was a good show. It wasn't anything groundbreaking but it was you know the concept of the whole smackdown versus raw thing was interesting i guess you know if the, you know if you have to do something and in, in, in different every year um you know and you have the brands together i guess it makes sense um they did add a couple up uh up a, a couple of matches to the pre-show which i didn't make predictions on initially uh, which I kind of thought they would because, you know, there was only one pre-show match announced, but it was two-hour pre-show, so I was like, uh, you know, there's going to be more time for than one match. Um, ultimately, Matt Hardy took on Elias Sampson, and then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn took on Fandango. Uh, I picked, predicted Matt Hardy, 
and then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because I'd also picked up Enzo and I thought if you're having three pre-show matches you can't have the heels win all of them can you I guess you can because Matt Hardy lost to Elias but we'll talk about Matt Hardy in a little bit uh, because there have been developments on Matt Hardy Um, needless to say um, he's no longer uh, Matt, just Matt, just Matt Hardy. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Um, Enzo Amari retained his title, and then uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, beat uh, Fandango. Not no big surprise there. Um, then uh, on to the actual pay per view. The Shield beat the New Day. No big surprise there. Kind of cool to see the Shield back. I guess you know. Not really quite sure where they're going with that because they're sort of the thing, but then they're not really the thing but they're kind of the thing it's it's weird because then the next night Roman Reigns won well we'll get to that in a second but all right so next up um Team Raw the Smackdown women beat the Smackdown women's team in the uh women's Survivor Series match uh Asuka was the lone survivor um I had Asuka and Sasha but pretty close um Baron Corbin beat The Miz, and this is what I was just about to say, was Roman Reigns then beat The Miz the next night on Raw to win the Intercontinental title, and The Miz is off filming The Marine 7, or whatever number they're up to at this point, uh, so he'll be off TV for, or he has been for the last couple weeks, and probably will be for a few more. Um, so, I mean, that sort of made sense as to why he would lose to Baron Corbin, I guess, and then lose to Roman Reigns. Uh in the tag match, the Usos beat the Bar. Um, could pretty, it was a pretty good match. Um, you know, considering that wasn't originally scheduled to be the Usos in the Bar. Um, you know, it was a good match. You know, there wasn't a ton of storyline, I guess, built up in, on that. But it was fun. Uh, and also, in the next match, actually, the next two matches, actually, all three of these matches are kind of last-minute changes and whatever. Uh, Charlotte Flair beat Alexa Bliss. Uh, no huge surprise there, but, uh, you know, the fact that Charlotte was in the match to begin with was a bit of a surprise. You know, it was supposed to be Natalia and Alexa Bliss up until the Tuesday before. Uh, then Brock Lesnar took on AJ Styles. Brock Lesnar beat AJ Styles. Obviously, this is originally supposed to be Brock Lesnar versus, um, um, Jinder Mahal, but then, uh, AJ won the title from Jinder. Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Lesnar put Lesnar over. Um, you know, they're obviously building him up until someone can beat the beast. Uh, you know, all rumors point to it being Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, but we'll see. Um, who knows? Things could change. Um, but yeah, ultimately, that, that it was a decent match. It wasn't amazing. I feel like AJ and Brock's styles kind of clashed. No pun intended. Um, but, you know, you can get, AJ can get a pretty much a good match out of anyone, so, you know, no big, no big surprise that it was, you know, solid match. And then in the main event, uh, Team Raw beat Team SmackDown, so I got that one wrong. Triple H and Braun Strowman were the survivors. Um, so ultimately, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens came out and attacked, uh, Shane McMahon, um... And then ultimately, Triple H turned on Kurt Angle, but then turned on Shane McMahon. But then Braun Strowman wasn't happy about that, so he kind of beat up Triple H. I mean, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what they're setting up here. Whether that's Strowman versus Triple H, 
whether that's Kurt Angle versus Triple H, whether that's Shane McMahon versus Triple H, who knows? So many, so many different, uh, different possibilities. But um, yeah, it should be fun going forward. So ultimately, I ended up getting 17 right and 11 wrong for my predictions for these events. Uh, all right, well, moving on. What else did I talk about last time? Well, I said I was going to go see Justice League, and I did go to see Justice League. So. What did I think of Justice League? Well, the critics didn't love it. Although they've liked it better than Superman, Batman vs. Superman, and definitely better than Suicide Squad. But ultimately, my issues with this movie were, and it's weird to say, it was a little too short. You know, you're trying to establish these new uh, characters. you got to give them a little bit more time, I think. Um... Yeah, it was only two hours, and for that much stuff going on for only two hours, it seemed a bit short. Um, now, a lot of that's because I think a lot of it was cut, because Zack Snyder had his views, and Josh Whedon has had his point of views. And, you know, obviously Zack Snyder started directing the movie and directed a lot of it, and then he had to leave because his daughter died, and then Josh Whedon came in and finished it up. So I feel like there was a lot, two different directions it was going, and... You know, a lot of Zack Snyder's stuff was kind of based on the fact that it was originally supposed to be two movies, and then they changed it to just one, so it was like kind of setting things up that might happen in the second movie that's now, you know, not happening, at least not right away, because it's like, well, what are you setting this up for? Like, what's next? I mean, Aquaman's next, but um, that really doesn't continue the story for anything else. It's, I mean, as far as I can tell, and I don't really know anything, but as far as I can would assume, is it's going to be similar to the Wonder Woman movie where it's not really in the storyline of the of the Justice League, but, you know, they'll allude to it, at, kind of, I think. But um, ultimately, you know, I thought the Flash was fun, Wonder Woman's good. You know, I mean, it was all good, it just didn't really gel together. And I think a lot of that had to do with the two different directors the two different ways they're going. I mean, you can argue till you can argue Cyborg shouldn't have been in there in any ways because he's a Teen Titan. He's not really in the Justice League, or at least he doesn't. I mean, he starts off in the Teen Titans, and then I don't know if he ever gets the Justice League. Really, I mean, I'm sure in some instances of the Justice League he's in it, but I don't know. It's a bit of a a weird choice, I guess. I mean, they could have gone Green Arrow, they could have gone Green Lantern. Green Lantern probably would have made the most sense. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But ultimately, you know, it was a good movie. I mean, I, I liked it. I just feel like it could have been a lot better. And, it, you know, if, if they had stuck to one direction or another, I feel like that would have helped. Um, but I don't know. I mean, given... What happened in this movie? I am, I'm, I'm a little bit more. Uh, I don't know, excited is the word, but a little more optimistic about the Aquaman movie. Um, and you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how that is. I mean, Aquaman, the, his character was pretty cool. I mean, they got James Wan directing it, which is an interesting choice. Um, you know, James Wan is more known for horror movies than anything else. I mean, he did Conjuring, Saw. Uh, uh, Insidious, and he's mostly known for his horror movies, and then he did Furious 7, which arguably is 
maybe the best Fast and Furious movie. I don't know. It's either five, six, or seven, I would imagine. Um, but then they didn't. He didn't come back for eight, which was weird. But I don't know. He's now he's doing Aquaman, so I don't know. That doesn't come out for another year. <laughs> so we got plenty of time to talk about it, and they have plenty of time to tinker with it, and who knows? But as far as I know, I haven't heard that he's there's any issues with James Wan directing. So it'll be interesting to see, and I'm I'm a little bit I'm excited to some degree for it. I mean, given what the character was in Justice League, so. That should be fun. Um, all right, what else is going on? All right, so big Patriots game this weekend. Unfortunately, it's not as big as it should be because they uh, um, fell apart on Monday night and got beat by the Dolphins, which leading into the match against Pittsburgh was not not ideal. Um, uh, they didn't have Gronk because he got suspended, but uh, so he'll be back. So hopefully that 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 was what the problem was. Hopefully. <laughs> um, who knows? Um, but, you know, Pittsburgh, we've played well against Pittsburgh over the years. You know, we've struggled against Miami here and there. So especially on a Monday night in Miami um, in December, that's happened before. If I recall, Brady fell apart, but whatever. On to, on to Pittsburgh. So they got Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Big game coming up this Sunday. That should be fun. Celtics are still chugging along. They've been dealing with some injury bugs. Horford has missed the game. Kyrie missed a couple games. Or... Maybe a game. Jalen Brown missed the game. Um, they lost a couple games to the Spurs and Bulls. But they bounced back last night against the Nuggets. They're still number one in the East. Unfortunately, the Rockets caught them. And I think the Warriors might have caught them too in terms of overall. But uh, they're still leading Cleveland by a couple games, I think. Um, so, you know, still chucking along. And the Bruins actually have turned it around. They, they've won nine of the last 11 uh, they're creeping up the standings. Um, so yeah, they're, they're starting to look good. They've, you know, they had the injury bug, you know, a bunch of their guys were out, but they're all, a lot of them are back now. So, you know, they still have a couple more guys ready to come, you know, waiting for them to come back. So once they're all there, I mean, this team could be a very solid team. It's just a matter of them all being healthy and, and clicking and, and playing together. But, you know, right now they're on a, they're on a good, uh, good stretch. So Yeah. Uh, what else? The Red Sox have done Jack Smith uh, during the offseason so far. There's been rumors that have going after Eric Hosmer and J.D. Martinez because, yeah. <laughs> of course, the big news is Giancarlo Stanton being traded to the Yankees because, yeah, Derek Jeter is, yeah, he's he's not a Yankee or anything. Yeah, he just goes to Miami and trades their best player to the Yankees, huh? Yeah, interesting, hmm. Uh, not sure how that's fair. I guess we need to. I guess we need a. <laughs> guess we need Ortiz to go join the Mar the Angels and trade us trade the Red Sox uh, Mike Trout or something, right? Oh, man. Uh, or maybe go to Houston and trade us Altuve or something. I don't know. Uh, seems yeah. That's I mean, whatever. You know, I'm a Yankee hater, so clearly, I think it's garbage that uh, they got Stanton. But uh, now they have the top two home run guys from last year. So sweet. Oh, man. All right. Anyways, uh, what else is going on? All right. So huge news coming out of um, the world of entertainment. And no, I'm not going to talk about any of the guys doing all those weird stuff and whatever, getting in trouble for it. I'm talking about what happened today. Only a couple hours ago, it went down official. The rumors have been coming for the last couple months. Um, Disney is buying 20th Century Fox. Now, 
What exactly does that mean? It's not all of Fox, but it's a lot of Fox. And it's all their entertainment aspects um, for as far as movie studios, TV studios. Uh, they're getting FX, FXX, XF, FXM, all the FX channels. They are not getting Fox. They are not getting Fox News, Fox Business. They're not getting FS1, FS2, or the Big Ten Network. But they are getting the regional sports networks, which is weird. Because um, I guess they're going to end up falling under the ESPN umbrella, the regional sport networks, which includes Yes Network, which is huge. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, so it's 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 huge because they're also getting the rights to the X-Men in the Fantastic Four. And X-Men includes Deadpool. So they can now incorporate all those back into the MCU. Um, so they almost have it all. They're still missing the Spider-Man aspects that don't include Spider-Man or however the deal was. Because they can use Spider-Man. They have used Spider-Man. But like Venom and anyone else is kind of separate or something. Which I don't quite understand because... Like, technically speaking, the Spider-Man Homecoming was Sony movie. But it was done by Marvel Studios. So they used the Vulture. So I don't understand if Venom was in Spider-Man movie. Why they wouldn't be able to use Venom. But I guess they can't use any of the other characters from Spider-Man in the MCU. And then meanwhile, like, Sony can't use Spider-Man in anything else that's not the MCU. It's confusing. It's really confusing. But basically, end of the story is... Disney bought Fox, 20th Century Fox, and they can use X-Men, they can use um, Fantastic Four back in the Marvel, they're getting Avatar, they're getting The Simpsons, um, they're getting, I don't know, whatever else Fox owns um, under, you know, that sort of thing. They're getting FX, they're getting FXX, so that means, you know, all that kind of stuff falls in that, but they're not getting this... The, well, they're getting the, the, the confusing part because they're getting the regional sports network. So if you have like Fox Sports, like New England, which they used to have, they don't have any more. That's NBC now. But whatever, there's different Fox Sports around the country. They're getting all those, um, and they're getting the S Network too, which apparently was owned by Fox. I don't know. Weird. Uh, but not FS1 or FS2 or like Fox Sports on like Fox. So they're not getting like the World Series. Um, they won't get. Like the NF, the NFL stuff, um, or whatever. I mean, I that makes sense because they have ABC, they have ESPN, so that would kind of be too much that they own. It's kind of monopoly. Um, but the thing that that brings up is a lot of times when there's other stuff going on on FS1, they put stuff on FX in terms of like UFC and stuff. So they're not gonna be able to do that anymore. So they're gonna have to use SS2 more i guess which um a lot of us don't get i don't get fs2 it's not widely available so hopefully that will become widely available now that they won't have these other networks to use um or maybe they'll just use fox more they're gonna i mean they're gonna have to i mean they moved a lot of the baseball and stuff over to fs1 and kind of took it off of fox but it's like you know if they're not gonna have fx or whatever to use they're gonna have to use fs1 and, um, 
so yeah, that's huge. I mean, that's a huge thing. The other the other news story for today was uh, the FCC voted to um, re- retract, repeal net neutrality. Now, what exactly this means is a bit confusing because depending on who you listen to, they'll tell you different stories. And that's pretty much anything to do with politics. But um, So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to pan out. I, I honestly don't think anything's going to happen anytime soon because it's probably going to be caught up in the legal system for years. Um, people going back and forth and whatever. They'll probably have to vote again at some point. Who knows? Um, ultimately, they want to make your internet like your cable um, where you have to pay certain prices for different networks and tiers and stuff. You'd have to do that for websites and so forth. Um, but they also can be able to block stuff and limit stuff and whatever. Supposedly. I don't know if it's that straight and narrow. I mean, that's what people will tell you that wanted were voting against it. I don't know all the fine details. That seems to be the general um, generality of it, which kind of caters towards the big... Um, Internet providers. So, we'll see what happens with that. I don't think anything's going to happen anytime soon. But it's a thing that happens, so you have to be on the lookout for it. Alright, what else is going on? Uh, Mr. Robot ended his run last night. Um, it's season. It was a good season. Uh, I wouldn't say it was as good as the previous, but it's definitely moving the story along. And it's definitely still a good show. Um, I enjoy it. Uh, what else? Uh, the, let's see, um, <laughs> the, uh, CW, WB, U, DCU, whatever, what do you want to call it? The CW, DC shows had their crossover event, which was kind of cool. They did Earth X, um, not to get into too many details about what Earth X is, but basically they have different, there's different, uh, dimensions, I guess. We each have an Earth, so there's 52 dimensions that each have Earths, that each have people like the same. They parallel each other, and there's an Earth X that they don't count because in Earth X the Nazis won, so all everyone's Nazis, and basically all the good guys were bad guys and Nazis, and then they tried to take over Earth to get Supergirl. It's Whatever, it's pretty cool, it was fun, um, I'd say check it out if you can, um, it was good, it was four episodes over the course of, um, Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, and, uh, the, um, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, if you don't watch any of the shows, it's a little confusing, I guess, but it was kind of its own little storyline, um. I mean, if you watch one of the shows, you might, you'll you probably understand it. But if you don't watch all the shows, it could be somewhat confusing. Um, but, you know, it was fun. Yeah, and those seasons have all been going pretty good. Walking Dead had a big major event this past Sunday. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but let's say a character may be dying. You know, I mean, they made it seem like he's basically dead. But you didn't actually see him die. And in shows like that, you never know. So we'll see what happens with that. But probably a character, major character is dead. Um, but that season, it was all right. I don't know. It's It's gone downhill. And it it's 
getting reflecting in the ratings. It had did the worst ratings since like season two or something, I think. Um, but it comes back in February. That was only the mid-season finale, so that'll be back. Um, well, it's Kirby's enthusiasm had its season. It was yeah, yeah. It was all right. It was all right. I don't know. I feel like that's another show that probably um, probably could have ended a couple seasons ago. I don't know. <laughs> whatever people want it back and they're like yeah let's bring it back and then it's kind of like yeah, well, what else can they do i don't know um but you know it was all right uh what else i don't know that's all i can really think of i'm sure i'm missing and forgetting stuff to talk about but um i guess we should move on we got a lot to cover a lot of predictions to make there's a lot of stuff going on this weekend lots of stuff uh starting this weekend to make predictions on so uh first off first and foremost oh let me let me uh Talk about, I'm going to see Star Wars tonight in a few hours. Um, Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi, comes out, well, technically tomorrow, but as I, as I record this on December 14th, it comes out tonight in the, whatever. It, I, I mean, I don't know why they still do that, where they say it comes out on Friday, but it really comes out on Thursday. I mean, it's not out all day on Thursday, and a lot of times they only do a couple showings, but like they're showing it like five times tonight. It's like, how is that a midnight showing? It used to be midnight showings, and then it was like ten, then it was like nine, then it was like seven, then it's like basically the whole afternoon. Yeah, don't don't tell me that. You know, it's it's yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm going to see that. Um, haven't read too much about it. Been trying to avoid any sort of spoilers or or uh, reviews or anything like that. Rotten Tomatoes is giving it 94% right now, so, yeah, I mean, it should be good. I don't know why it wouldn't be, but I don't know if that's just people, member berries. I mean, I think we're, I I would hope we're past that, because, you know, a lot of people, you know, went to go see Force Awakens and love Force Awakens and blah, 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 but it was kind of like, well, is this movie that good, or is it just because it's Star Wars and it's new? And it's not the prequels. It's new storyline. It's new things. And a lot of people compared it. Oh, well, it's kind of the similar to the first movie. Well, the first movie was good. But is that just, you know, because of your nostalgia? Is it just, you know, people liked it because of the nostalgia era, the a- aspect of it, the member berries, as it were, in South Park? Oh, yeah, South Park had their season. It was all right. It, they went away from the the storyline for the whole you know the storyline over the whole season it kind of went back to more like individual episodes but it still had like a kind of a storyline over the season if you know if if you if you understand what i'm saying there uh but ultimately yeah it was it was decent um it wasn't amazing but it was decent uh what else sorry um yeah, so I'm going to see Star Wars. That should be fun. But tomorrow night, um, Ring of Honor is back on pay-per-view with uh, Final Battle 2017 taking place from the Hammerstein Ballroom. Uh, speaking of the Hammerstein Ballroom, uh, that is not where Raw 25 will be. Raw 25 will partially be from the well, the Manhattan Center. It's the same center, same building, but there's two different areas. The Hammerstein, which Final Battle will be, and then there's this 
the Grand Ballroom, I believe is what it's called, is where Raw was back in the day and will be uh, for Raw 25. And then also at the Barclays. But whatever, I, I think I talked about that last time. But that's another month away, more than a month away. Um, so yeah, but anyways, Final Battle is taking place this Friday night um, from the Ballroom. Alright, let's get it started. Uh, there's eight matches scheduled. Um, Matt Taven will be taking on Will Ospreay. Matt Taven of the Kingdom will be taking on Will Ospreay. Um, I'm going to go with Matt Taven with that one. Uh, next up we have Jay Lethal taking on Marty Scroll. Bullet Club member, Marty Scroll, the villain, Marty Scroll taking on Jay Lethal. Um, interesting. Um, I think I'm going to go with um, Marty Scroll. No, you know, I'm going to go with Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. Alright, next up we have. Um, where am I going? Uh, the Addiction taking on uh, Addiction, uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian taking on War Machine, Hanson and Ray uh, War Machine. War, uh, War Machine, uh, Warbeard Hanson. Sorry, I'm trying to remember. This is Hanson, but I'm trying to think. All right, anyways, Warbeard Hanson and uh, Raymond Rupp taking on uh, the Addiction. Um, I'm gonna go with the Addiction on this one. I think they're gonna. Pull it out, um, get the win. Um, it's weird because I keep on hearing the rumors about War Machine leaving Ring of Honor, but then they just went to Japan, so they're sort of kind of in Ring of Honor still. I don't know. All right, next up we have uh, the six man tag team championship match between the Hung Bucks, Adam Page, and the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, taking on Dragon Lee, Flip Gordon, and Titan. Um, not, not much I can say about this. I know there's been a whole, like, Flip Gordon versus the Bullet Club type of thing, and now he's recruited guys to take them on. Uh, but I, I think the Hung Bucks are still gonna win. I think the, the Bullet Club will continue their reign as champs. Alright, next up we have the, um... The tag team titles, we got the Motor City Machine Guns, Al Shelley and Chris Saban, taking on the Best Friends, which is Trent Beretta and Chucky T. Or maybe he's just Beretta. I don't know. Maybe he can't be Trent Beretta. I don't know. Anyways, them. Um, I think... I think the Machine Guns are going to keep the titles. They just got him. I don't know. I just don't feel like the best friends are going to take him quite yet. Alright, next up we have a fatal four-way match for the ROH World Television Championship. Kenny King defending against Punishment Martinez, Shane Taylor, and Silas Young. Mm. So Kenny King obviously coming off the Bachelorette and whatever. Um, then gets the title and that's the whole thing. Um... I don't really know how that's going, and I don't know if it's really done enough for them to justify keeping the title on them. I I want to go with Punishment Martinez. I think they've kind of been pushing him. 
and they kind of want to build him up, and I think it makes sense for him to take the next step, given the television tells. All right, in the main, co-main event of the evening, I guess, uh, we have Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer taking on Jay and Mark the Briscoes in a New York street fight. So this was an interesting thing because so Bully Ray joined Mark and Jay and they were the six-man tag team champs. But then Jay turned on Bully, sort of, and then Mark ultimately turned on, on Bully, too, and then Tommy Dreamer came and helped Bully Ray. So, uh, well, Bully Ray was going to retire, and then it became a whole thing. And, um, but I think... I gotta go with Bully Rain. I think I gotta go with Bully Rain. Dreamer. Yeah, I think so. In a street fight, yeah. And then finally, in the main event of the evening for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship, we have Cody. Don't call him Cody Rhodes. Uh, member of the Bullet Club taking on Dalton Castle. Uh, so this one's interesting because while this match is happening tomorrow at. Ring of Honor final battle. Cody is scheduled to defend his title at Wrestle Kingdom in, Jan- in January against Kota Ibushi. I can't see them then just making that either. I, I don't know if they would either make it a non title or have Dalton Castle defend the title. I just can't see it happening. I don't see Dalton Castle winning the title. I gotta go, Cody. So here we go. It's Ring of Honor. Um, Final Battle tomorrow night. Check it out if you want. Or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this. By the time I post this, it might be tonight. Um, Alright, next up we have... um, uh, UFC Fight Night. Lawler versus Dos Anjos. It's Fight Night on Fox. UFC on Fox, I'm sorry. It's not Fight Night. My bad. Whoops. It's UFC on Fox, Lawler versus Dozanto. UFC Fox 26, a.k.a. whatever. Uh, now, this is Saturday, so hopefully most of this card's going to stay intact, but you never know. So, <laughs> let's get to it. We have the preliminary card, which is on the UFC Fight Pass. Um, I believe that's... It starts earlier, because... I, th- I want to say the... Pl- I th- want to say the preliminary preliminary start at 7... Uh, but let me double check. The preliminary card is on FS1. But let's just look real quick. Um, and then, because I think the Fox main card's on at 9. Although I could be wrong about that. Alright, oh, this thing is so stupid. Alright, uh, let's see. Uh, it's today, it's tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. Saturday post fight show. Wow. Okay. So no. All right. It starts even earlier than that. The prelims start at five. So the pre prelims must start at like four. Okay. So yeah, keep that in mind if you're used to watching UFC uh, um, later. Um, yeah, it starts at five tomorrow night. Okay. Or uh, Saturday night. The prelims do. And then the actual uh, Fox thing starts at, I'm guessing, 8? Yeah, 8 o'clock. All right, so it's an early night for UFC. 
All right, but anyways, let's get to it. We got a welterweight battle between Nordine Talib against Danny Roberts. Uh, I'm gonna go with Danny Roberts, and these are in the um, prelim prelim, which is on the fight pass. Uh, then, then we got another welterweight battle between Jordan Main and Eric Silva. I'm gonna go with Eric Silva. I, I feel like I always go with Silvas. Um, then we move on to the preliminary, regular preliminary card, which is on Fox Sports One, at five o'clock. Um, we got a middleweight battle between Alessio Di Chiricchio versus Alloway Bamgoose. Bamgoose. Bamboose? Bamgoose. I don't know. I'm going to go with Alessio Di Chicario. Or however you pronounce it. I'm just going to go Alessio. I think I'm saying that right. All right, next up we have a uh, lightweight battle between John McDessie and Abel Torrijo. Uh, I'm going to go with Abel Torrijo because he has the same last name as Robert Torrijo, who's in Metallica. So that's cool. And Danny Trejo? No, that's Trejo, not Torrijo. Whatever. <laughs> but yes, Robert Torrijo from Metallica. Alright. Next up we have a flyweight battle between Tim Elliott and Pietro Menga. Go with Pietro. Um, then we have a welterweight battle between Chad Laprise and Galore Bofande. Bofando. I'm going to go Bofando. All right, next up we have a uh, middleweight battle between Julian Marquez and Darren Stewart. I'm going to go Darren Stewart. Next up we have a light heavyweight battle between Jan Blackkowitz and Jared Cannonier. I'm going to go Jared Cannonier. Uh, and, then, and then that's it for the preliminary card on FS1 and then we move on to the main card which is on Fox which is staying with Fox actually FS1 is too all these are still Fox they're still they're not Disney Disney's not into the UFC yet <laughs> they will be at some point they'll probably buy it at some point but for now <laughs> it's still with Fox uh so we start out with a light heavyweight battle between Glover Teixeira and Misha uh Krukunov. I'm gonna go Glover Teixeira Uh, next up, we have this thing wants to work. Um, a welterweight battle between Santiago Ponzinibbio versus Mike Perry. I'm gonna go with Mike Perry because his name's shorter and easier to say. That's pretty much the only reason. All right, next up. Um, in the co-main event of the evening, I guess, um, we got a featherweight battle between Ricardo Lamas and Josh Emmett. Ricardo Lamas. I think I'm going Ricardo Lamas. 
Alright, well, hold on a second. Alright, and then in the main event of the evening, we got a welterweight battle between Robbie Lawler and Rafael Dos Anos. Um, should be a good one, should be a good one. But I'm going to go with Robbie Lawler. And, uh, you know, Rafael Dos Anjos was original, well, was a former light lightweight champion. So he's moving up in weight, I believe, right? Lightweight's lower than the welterweight, right? As confusing which 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 is where. Because there's, like, lightweight, but then there's, like, heavyweight, but there's a middleweight, but then there's welterweight, but then there's cruiserweight, but then there's featherweight, but then flyweight, heavyweight, bantamweight, well, some other weights, I don't know. A lot of weights. Um, yeah, Robbie Lawler. So, coming up after the fight night, or the Fox, UFC and Fox on Saturday, we got UFC 219. And then I think there's a couple other fight nights between UFC 220, which happened to be taking place in Boston, um, at the TD Garden, and I will be attending with a few friends of mine. Uh, first time ever, uh, never been to a UFC fight before. Uh, the, in the past, they've been a bit expensive. This one wasn't as bad, but it, it, so far, so I mean, there's no Conor McGregor, so th- that's gonna bring down the price a little bit. But um, there's, I mean, there's been a couple of matches now so far, but there's two title matches, which is pretty huge. Uh, you got uh, Stipe Miocic taking on uh, Francis Naga. I don't know how to say his last name. Naganu? Is it Naganu? Um, uh, for the UFC heavyweight title. So that's definitely... I mean, that's the main event. And that's cool. But then you got Daniel Cormier t- uh, defending his light heavyweight title, which he got back because John Bones Jones, you know, got suspended and whatever again. <laughs> Taking on uh, Vulcan Oizdemir. Oh, I can't say these guys' names. Uh, Vulcan, though. Is, he's a Vulcan. It's crazy. Um... But anyways, so you got those two matches so far, and then you got a few others that are, you know, kind of uh, um, scheduled, but you never know. It's, we're still over a month away from this, so you never know what can happen. I mean, we're only, we're not even, we're a little over two weeks away from UFC 219, and that probably won't even happen the way it's supposed to be. I mean, I'm, I was going to make predictions on that tonight um, in this episode, but then I was like, you know what? Nah, it's too far away. I'll do an episode later because I'm also going to want to do predictions for Wrestle Kingdom, and that's that's almost three weeks. Away. Is that three weeks away? I think it's three weeks from today. So, you know that there's, yeah, they haven't figured out the card yet. So I'll wait on those. Uh, but speaking of being in Boston, and um, well, I'm going to UFC 220, and that's gonna be fun. Um, you know, a bunch of us are going. Unfortunately, I'm not going this Sunday to the Garden for... Uh, I'm going Saturday for the Bruins, but I'm not going this Sunday for um, WWE Clash of Champions, unfortunately. Uh, there's too much going on. A lot of people didn't... No one really seemed to want to go. Um, the card wasn't amazing. Uh, the Patriots are playing the Steelers. There's a lot of other stuff going on. It's Christmas time. People have Christmas things to be doing. Saving up, you know, money for buying Christmas presents and decorating their trees and, or you know, their you know Hanukkah presents. And it is the middle of Hanukkah, night three maybe, I want to say. So you know, saving up the Hanukkah money and 
whatever. I don't know. I don't know what people do for Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, though, for you people out there celebrating Hanukkah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but before we get to the predictions for this Sunday's Clash of Champions, not Clash of the Champions, mind you, not Night of Champions, it's Clash of Champions. Um, I do have a box to open, um, a WWE slam crate, as it were. Um, now, I don't remember, quite remember what this one is. I know they gave me a preview of it last time. I want to say it's something I'd do about attitude, um, but that might have been the last one, or maybe the last one was factions. I don't remember, but I don't know what's in any of it. I don't know. I don't know anything that's in here, so I'm gonna open up and um, be surprised, I guess. So let's do this. All right, um, and opening it. Up. All right, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Well, this crate needs more Alexa Bliss. Well, I turned it off, off my Echo, so Alexa Bliss is very heavily involved, apparently. And right off the bat, there's an Alexa Bliss t-shirt. Um, it says, let's see, it's got a picture of Alexa Bliss kind of as an emoji. And it says, Wicked li Little Miss makes everything bliss and it says alexa bliss and uh yeah that's it nothing on the back it's a cool little design not bad not bad um all right what else we got in here we got a rock um statuette uh figure dealie similar to the triple h and undertaker ones from and there was a stone cold one too so yeah this is the fourth one now, you know what's weird about these? They say they're 17 plus. I don't know why that is. I guess the point is they're not toys. They're not for kids. Maybe they're small pieces or something. But 17 plus, that seems unnecessary. Um, yeah, it's an adult collectible, not a toy. But like 17 plus? Like, what? A 10-year-old? I mean, or maybe like a 15-year-old couldn't, couldn't you collect these? Like, I don't, I don't quite understand that. All right, then we got a... A Enzo Amore lunch bag. This lunch belongs to a certified G. You know what else is that? It says, um, and you can't teach that. And it's like a, it's a lunch bag. That's it's it's like um, insulated lunch bag. So that's interesting. Uh, then we got a. And continuing on the. Uh, the pins and this one says attitude um so i guess it is attitude uh it's a stone cold smoking smoke smoking smoking belt pin that makes sense uh, what else we got we got a championship coasters so um are these all the same yeah they're all the universal championship it looks like a set of four Universal Championship, they're like rubbery coasters. So that's cool. Coasters are always useful. Uh, then we got a How You Doing Hot and Cold Pack. Oh, to go along with the lunch bag. So it's a, yeah, that makes sense. So either you cold, you you know, you put it in the freezer um, and you put it in the bag to keep your lunch cold or you put it in the microwave 
Oh no, you don't put it in the microwave, I'm sorry. Put it in like hot water and then it keeps your lunch warm. If you have a cold lunch or a warm lunch. That's pretty cool. And then we got a uh, little pamphlet. This is Attitude, so I guess this was the Attitude crate. Um, and it's got a little thing telling you what you got. You got exclusive Luxa Bliss authentic t-shirt. Exclusive WWE Slam Stars The Rock collectible figure. Exclusive Enzo Mori lunch bag with hot cold pack. Exclusive championship coasters and exclusive WWE Smoking Skull Championship pin. And then it's got outside the ring with Brizongo. A little uh, question Q&A with Brizongo. And there's a poster of Bret Hart. Who you could argue wasn't exactly in the Attitude Era, but they kind of started with the Attitude Era, I guess. Like, he was technically there when it started? No, I, I don't even know. I mean, he was there when it started, but like, officially started? I don't know. And then on the back it says, now entering, which I guess is... And it has a picture of a Sasha Banks figure, which I guess will be the next figure in the long lines of The Rock and Undertaker and Triple H ones, Stone Cold, I believe, um, from before. So there you go. WWE Slam Crate. And uh, maybe I'll post the pictures, because I don't think I've ever posted the one from last time either. But there you go. WWE Slam Crate. Um, for, I guess, I guess this was the November one. I know there was a delay on it. I'm not sure what delayed it. I'm guessing the t-shirt. But I'm not 100% sure. I don't, eh, I don't know. Anyways, let's go on. Let's move on. This Sunday, um, emanating from the TD Bank Garden. Actually, wait. Let me go back for a second because this is interesting. So the UFC on Fox on Saturday is at is in Winnipeg, which is Manitoba, Canada. The Bell MTS place. But they just announced today, or it was either today or yesterday, Edmonton. Uh, specifically the city of Edmonton in Alberta, Canada. Not to be confused with Calgary, Alberta, Canada, because they're just talking about Bret Hart. But Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, has banned all combat sports for the next year. So, I guess starting now, and then presumably through 2018. So, no UFC, no boxing, and no um, wrestling. Because of a recent event that occurred over the summer where... Um, a former UFC fighter was actually doing having a boxing match and ended up getting killed. So um, they decided, you know what, we're going to um, not allow any of these combat sports for now and take a break from them. This uh, you know came, came a factor because uh, WWE had a scheduled event there coming up. And I forget when it was exactly, but coming up soon, and they had to cancel it. So this is Winnipeg, not Edmonton. So, but. Just interesting little note. Um, all right, and uh, so let's move on to Clash of Champions taking place at the Garden on Sunday night in the pre-show matchup. Well, actually, before we get to all this, let me just follow up a little bit on Survivor Series and what has happened. Um, and, you know, while Raw's not involved in this, this is a SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view. Some stuff has happened on Raw. Obviously, I mentioned Roman Reigns won the Intercontinental title. Um, they, they're building up against... Either Kane or Braun Strowman against Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble, possibly and probably both. Uh, Matt Hardy uh, is woken now. He's not broken, but he's woken because they can't really use the broken, or they don't want to use the broken. My understanding is is Matt Hardy basically won the lawsuit with Anthem over the broken Matt Hardy gimmick. 
But WWE doesn't want to fall into that sort of legal weirdness. And they like to own their stuff. So they want him to be Woken Matt Hardy instead of Broken Matt Hardy. So that way they can own the Woken Matt Hardy. It's basically the same thing. There's no real difference. Um, But he's had a couple interviews so far with it. And he's basically gone off on Twitter doing the whole Broken Woken gimmick. Um, Obviously Jeff's out for now. So there's nothing to do with Brother Nero yet. But obviously, probably the most uh, um, easiest way to ease him into everything is to have him, of course, go up against Bray Wyatt. So they're in the middle of something that will eventually probably culminate that Royal Rumble, maybe, or possibly they'll stretch it out until WrestleMania. Uh, What else has happened? Not much else. Um, The Paige is back with her group of... Um, Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville. Ruby Riot showed up on SmackDown with her group of Liv, Liv Morgan and um, oh, I'm blanking her name. The other girl, <laughs> Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan. Yes, got it. Um, so I don't know. They're trying to mix up the whole women's division, I guess, a bit, uh, bringing up some of the NXT people that weren't really used being used in NXT. I guess Ruby Riot was Liv Morgan, sort of, but the other, the other one's not so much. Um, so yeah, that's basically what's happened. I'll go more through with the SmackDown stuff as we get to it. Um, we'll start off with the pre-show: Zack Ryder versus Mojo Rawley. What the hype bros are fighting each other? Yes, Mojo Rawley uh, turned on Zack Ryder, much to the surprise of everyone. Not really; they've been teasing it for months. Uh, well, they've been teasing someone was going to turn. I, I guess it, it didn't necessarily have to be Mojo. It could have been Zach, I guess. Um, but much to the surprise of Rob Gronkowski, who was appalled by Mojo Raleigh's actions. Um, I don't think that's going to go anywhere, but they did. he did say something about it. Uh, but I, I think, with that said, I think Mojo Raleigh will win. I mean, you don't have someone turn on someone just to lose them. What's the point of that, right? Um, all right, then... Um, Moving on to the actual pay-per-view. So we got Breezango, Fandango, and Tyler Breeze taking on the Bludgeon Brothers of Harper and Rowan. Yes, the Harper and Rowan crew is back together. They're no longer the Wyatts. They're the Bludgeon, the Bludgeon Brothers. Because I guess they're still brothers or something. I don't know. But anyway, so <laughs> Breezango, as you may or may not be well, has been doing the fashion files for pretty much the last six months and... And with the help of the Ascension, and it's gone pretty much nowhere, but they kept on mentioning 2B, which uh, the Ascension convinced, finally convinced um, Brizango that it was the Bludgeon Brothers, because Bludgeon Brothers has 2Bs in it. Sure, why not? So they're fighting them. With that said, I think the Bludgeon Brothers are going to win. Um, yeah, I mean... It's an interesting scenario, I guess. I mean, one would argue that maybe Harper and Rowan should just go their own separate ways, but they always seem to end up getting back together. And Brizango is pretty... I don't know what they know. I don't think they know what they're doing with them. They're kind of just doing the same old thing over and over again, but... um, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That seemed to lead nowhere, but... Eventually, they're they're having a match, so there you go. I mean, they had a match against the Ascension, I guess, to end it, sort of, and then it didn't end it, and that kept going, so we'll see what happens this time around. 
All right, next up we have um, Tonight Champions, by the way, so all the titles on one, just in case you didn't know. So I guess we'll start off with the uh, women's title. So we got Charlotte Flair defending against Natalia. Natalia getting a rematch from when she lost prior to, um, just prior to uh, Survivor Series. Uh, but it's a lumberjack match. And all the women of SmackDown who are all fighting each other are all going to be outside. I mean, I could see a way that Charlotte Flair doesn't actually win the match. But I don't see her losing the title. So I got to go with Charlotte Flair then. Alright, next up we have, um, for the U.S. title, a triple threat match between Baron Corbin, Bobby Roode, and Dolph Ziggler. Now, they kind of teased this with Baron Corbin and Dolph, uh, sorry, Baron Corbin and Bobby Roode, but then Dolph Ziggler was kind of like, I'm here too, so like, okay, you can be in the match also. I don't really know why. <laughs> it's like, alright, Dolph, we'll give you something to do. But ultimately, I think Bobby Roode is going to win and take the title. Uh, next up, we have the the um, tag titles, the Usos defending against the New Day, defending against, or also in a fatal four-way. It's the Usos, the New Day, Shelton Benjamin, and Chad Gable, and then Rusev and Adrian English were able to weasel their way in to the match by beating the New Day, I think. And then because they beat the New Day, they ended up in the match, so it's fatal four-way, all four teams it really could go any way or any direction. Um, so with that said, I am going to go with Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. I don't know why. Just, I don't know. Shake things up a bit. Change, put the title on a new team. It's probably going to end up being the new day, isn't it? Oh well. Oh well, whatever. Here's my predictions. All right, then in the co-main event of the evening, we have um, uh, Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. If Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn lose, they are fired from WWE, and there are two guest referees in Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, so basically Shane wanted to fire... Owens and Zayn because of what they did at Survivor Series. Daniel Bryan was like, "Well, hold on, let's let's hold up, let's let's give them the shot," and whatever. So then they made this match, and then Shane's like, "Well, I'm going to be the guest referee," and then Daniel Bryan's like, "Well, no, you know, I should be the guest referee because I'm not mad at them. I'm just trying to make the show the best it is, and blah blah blah." So, you know. Owens and Zayn are kind of teasing that Daniel Bryan's on their side, but ultimately it could be that Shane McMahon's on their side. Who knows? That wouldn't make any sense, but that would be the... It would be the the least surprising surprise that doesn't make any sense, if that if that makes any sense, which is probably what they're going to do. But who knows? In any event, I think Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to win because I don't see them getting fired because... Even if they did get fired, they said they'd fired from WWE, not just SmackDown, so they couldn't go just go into Raw. Of course, they could play out the whole thing where they do get fired, but keep showing up every week, and then eventually you have to get rehired so then they can have a match, because blah, blah, blah. I don't know, but I think they're going to win. I think there's some shenanigans. Shenanigans? Shenanigans? Shenanigans. There's going to be some shenanigans. Shenanigans. Uh, say shenanigans one more time. Um, I think there's going to be some shenanigans. Uh, and uh, Owens and Zayn will win, and someone's turning 
don't know whether that's whether that's uh, Daniel Bryan or Shane McMahon. I don't know, but someone's gonna turn. And finally, in the main event of the evening, um, Jinder Mahal gets his rematch for the WWE Championship against the champion AJ Styles. I I don't think I don't know what they originally had planned for Jinder, but they obviously decided against whatever it was supposed to be. Um, for Survivor Series because it was going to be Brock Lesnar versus Cinder Mahal at Survivor Series up until like a week and a half before it happened. So and they're like, yeah, no, no, AJ Styles. So clearly whatever they their ultimate plan was fell through because they just went to India and it would have made sense for Jinder Mahal to be the champion going to India. Instead, what happens, he's not the champion. They canceled one of the shows. Jinder Mahal ended up fighting Triple H for whatever reason and losing. In India. So, whatever. I really don't think they're going anywhere with Ginger at this point. I think AJ's is winning, and whatever original plan they had, they're going to alter. And, um, yeah, I think AJ Styles is going to retain. I mean, it could be a fun show. I don't know. It doesn't really have a lot of hype for it. And we're coming off of, you know, Survivor Series, which, you know, had a good amount of hype, and, you know, obviously Royal Rumble's coming up, and, you know, we're right dive in the middle of Christmas season, and this is always kind of a tough pay-per-view, but it could be fun. They could put together a fun little show, uh, but the anticipation of it's not huge, and I, that's part of the reason why I'm not going. Um, you know, tickets aren't that expensive. I could probably go pretty easily, but, you know, the Patriots game kind of puts a damper on that and no one else really really wanted to go so and now we're going to UFC so that kind of you know changes things up so you know hopefully next year we get like Royal Rumble or something that'd be cool I'd go, definitely go to that or something uh, else um, but um, yeah alright that's going to do it uh, what are we looking at alright we're a little over an hour that's not too bad I thought this was going to be a lot longer oh wait I'm not done um you know what? No, I'm done. You know what? I was going to do. You know, what I was gonna, I was going to do my predictions for the bowl games, but honestly, I don't know that I care that much. Um, yeah, the bowls, the college football, college football bowls all start on Saturday. I was going to run through my predictions. I think I did it last year, but you know what? Honestly, it's not. I mean, they try to make it seem like. I mean, you can do the picks on ESPN. I think Yahoo does them too. You pick all your all the games and try to get them all right and I think if you get them all right you win on a million dollars or something stupid or whatever and, you know and in the in the years past I've tried to get people together and you know do the picks and kind of make it like the NCAA tournament but it's just not quite the same um so yeah I'm I don't think I'm gonna do that or am I no I'm not you know what I don't care that much so all right there you go <laughs> I'll be back though. Uh, I'll probably. I'm, yeah, I'm debating on whether or not. Yeah, I'll probably have a. I'll probably have another little special episode next week for uh, Christmas, and then I'll be back to do my UFC and and um, and uh, Russell Kingdom predictions. I think maybe we'll see what happens. It's gonna be a busy couple of weeks with Christmas, and probably end up going skiing uh, for a bit. Hopefully, so. I don't know. We'll see what happens. This might, this might be it. <laughs> I'll try to do a Christmas episode though, some of some sort next week. Um, but we'll see about the other episodes. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at these 
bowl games, and I'm like, I don't care. But you know what? I will make my predictions on the championship games, but I'll do that next episode. Yeah, I'm going to save that for next episode because I got, if I'll do Wrestle Kingdom, I'll do UFC 219, and I'll talk about the, 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 you know, the college championship games. Yeah, I'll do that next time. There you go. See? It all works out. Um, little programming note. Um, they've been recorded. Um, I just haven't gotten around to doing it yet, but the Very Drunken Podcast had another episode or sort of two. I'm not quite sure if it's going to be one or two. Uh, I have to figure it out. I haven't had time to all edit it together because it needs some editing. <laughs> and I also haven't had time to set up the whole uh, as its own podcast yet. So it might end up here on this feed. Uh, if not, go look for it on uh, if if it if it's not on this if it's not on this in the co- next couple weeks, I'd say go look for it on its own. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens once I have some time on my hands to actually figure out how to do that again because I don't quite remember. I set this one up. What was it? Um, a year and a half ago, right? Whatever it was when I originally set this one up on iTunes, and I got to figure out how to do that again. Um, it shouldn't be too hard. But uh, I gotta figure it out, and I gotta—I also gotta make a, a a thumbnail thing for it too. That's, that'll be interesting. Um, but anyways, be on the lookout for that. Very drunken podcast, new one coming soon. Um, and um, yeah, so but if you like this episode, if you like my episodes, if you like the One Man Renegade podcast, you should subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Uh, you can check out the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at razorvader. Let me know how I'm doing. Uh, you can give me five stars and those or whatever the greatest, best ranking you can give me is. Or give me a review. Set, tell everyone how great the show is and how great I am and how much you want to give me all your money um, or whatever. <laughs> Christmas gifts are obviously uh, accepted. Um, but yeah, I'll see. I'll see you next time. Uh, hopefully next week. Christmas episode and maybe in a couple weeks for some more predictions and more craziness and all that fun stuff and uh, if I don't and I don't hear from you, I don't talk to you Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year but I probably will talk to you before then so have a good one, I'll see you next time, bye